Hi, I'm Tony Kramer, your host of the Agriculture Technology Podcast, and I'm sitting down with agriculture technology and equipment experts to help you to enhance your operation for today, tomorrow, and into the future. In this episode, I talk with Alex Mitchell and Josh West about managing a large fleet of turf and utility equipment. With that, let's dive into the show. I'm very excited to get this going. We are into season nine, yes, nine years of production for the Agriculture Technology Podcast here at RDO Equipment. Uh, We're getting started here the month of January. Very excited to get this episode out. Uh, It's kind of a unique one. We've got uh, given some love to our turf and utility friends. Uh, We talk a lot of agriculture. We talk uh, some of the other industries that that we are in. Uh, This one specifically, we are focusing on kind of that turf and utility market. Uh, Being up here in uh, Minnesota and the Dakotas, we get that fluffy white stuff we like to call snow. And uh, there's opportunities when it comes to turf and utility, uh, managing fleets, things like that. Before we get started, uh, Alex and Josh, I just want you guys to introduce yourselves, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, where you come from, uh, and how you got to where you are today. So Alex, why don't you start? Yeah, thanks, Tony. Uh, First and foremost, thanks for having us on here. Um, Again, he said, my name is Alex Mitchell, uh, born and raised on a family farm uh, down in South Dakota, originally originally from Houghton, South Dakota, about 23 miles northeast of Aberdeen, and uh, been with RDO for going on seven years now, and uh, I'm a CPCCE account manager, so I specialize in the um, lawn and land, you know, commercial fleets is, is really my focus and, uh, love it. I mean, it, it's a, it's a really cool market. Um, it's, it's a very busy one. That's for sure. Going from spring to summer, fall, winter. I mean, there's really no, there's no planting and there's no harvest season, right? It's just go, go, go all the time. So we're always moving at a, at a fast pace. Yeah, definitely. Being in this part of the the world and and uh, where we're at, we've everybody needs lawn mowers, everybody needs snow removal equipment. So uh, it's a it uh, definitely looks like a fast paced industry on that turf and utility side of things. And I want to thank you, Alex, for uh, reaching out to one of your customers, Josh West here. Uh, Josh uh, uh, owns and runs a uh, lawn and uh, snow removal company. And Josh, I'll let you talk a little bit about that, what your company is, what you guys do. But yeah, uh, why don't you introduce yourselves and tell our listeners about uh, who you are, where you come from, and what you do. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh West, the owner of JT Lawn and Landscape. Uh, Grew up in Eulen for the first 10 years of my life, moved to Fargo-Moorhead, at about the age of 11 or 12. I uh, went to high school at Fargo South, uh, had an hourly job for about two weeks and decided that wasn't the route I wanted to go and and uh, bought a push mower and a pickup and started mowing some lawns. And now 26, 26 years later, here I sit. Um, we are a full service company when it comes to the lawn care, the mowing of the lawns, the spraying applications, fertilizer weed control, Store removal, uh, there's a residential landscape, there's a commercial landscape side. Uh, what am I forgetting here? Irrigation. Irrigation. Uh, so we're kind of the one-stop shop. We don't sub out any work at all. We do it all in-house. Um, so yeah, it's 26 years of some up, ups and downs, I should say. But yeah, no, it's uh, I've, we've enjoyed it. we got a good staff, so appreciate being on. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of fun to hear, you know, uh, some of these lawn care services companies, you know, how they get started. And and yours is very similar to others that, you know, it kind of started, you you started doing it as an hourly employee and you're like, no, I'm, I'm going to do this myself. And here we are, like you said, 26 years later, um, a, a business of your own and a, a, a great business uh, for the way it sounds with everything that you guys do, a full service from lawn care, landscape, all that stuff, and snow removal, of course. Uh, here we are in the month of January. Not a whole lot of snow out there right now, so you guys are probably, you're you're in the side of the industry, you'd like to see a little snow, aren't you? Yeah, it'd be nice to see a little bit. If it isn't going to snow, I guess summer should probably get here so we can get going on that end of things. But yeah, it, uh, that's kind of what we deal with, though. But we set ourselves up to where, you know, if it is a slow season, we're able to withstand it, so... Yep, absolutely. Now, with everything that you guys do, Josh, um, all the the different jobs and tasks, let's uh, just give our listeners a little bit of an idea of what you run in terms of a fleet with your your mowers, your tractors, your your support vehicles, so the trucks that haul that stuff around. What are we looking at in terms of number of units? Uh, when it comes to the summer side of things, uh, we run. 25 to 30. I know I should know the exact number of mowers, but there's spares and stuff like that. So we have a lot of stand-ons, sit-downs, all John Deere's, uh, the quick tracks, the Z9s. Um, so we and we try. We do a lot of discharge. We do, don't do a lot of bagging. So we try to just get in and get out. Um, on the fertilizer weed control side of things, we have Z-sprays. Uh, there's five or six of those that the guys run. When it comes to the landscape side of things, we run all Bobcat. There's seven skidsters from T66s, 76s, and T770s. And then we have the Vermeer Trencher, the RDO cells. And then on the, I would say on the snow removal side, we run a little bit. The skidsters obviously do some snow removal. And then when it comes to the payloaders, uh, we run some cats, seven cats, JCBs. We have five John Deere's, uh, three Komatsu's, and then like I said, the seven skidsters. So... It's kind of a lot of mixing and matching. Not really what I like when it comes to that, just for parts and all that stuff, but um, it's kind of what we got to deal with. And then when it comes to the sidewalk side of things, we have train cuts, the 3000 series John Deere's, some 4000 series, and then also some Ventrax. What does your support fleet look like? What do you have for what what's moving this equipment around and how do you how do you kind of manage that? Lawn care side of things, I don't like trailers. I know we'll never get away from trailers, right? But it's just more brakes, more taillights, more stuff for DOT to kind of pull you over. So we've really moved to a lot of Azuzus with the landscape bodies on the lawn care side of things. Um, and we're trying to move that way for the fertilizer and weed control. So like I said, trailers, more trailers, more tires, more problems. So, um, but other than that, it's just your, you know, a fleet of Chevys and Dodges and heavy duty pickups and you know, we have some dump trucks, Max, that we get from RDO truck. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a, I wouldn't say really a mix and match, but it's just kind of what we try to simplify things with and when it comes to that. so Right. And, it, and the big thing is, I mean, it's a fleet. You are dealing with a large number of units. And, and that kind of brings me into my next question. So we talk about all the equipment that you have. We talk about your support trucks, whether it be the Silverado's pulling trailers or these Azuzus with the, the landscape bodies. There's logistic management that goes into that, knowing where your crews are, knowing um, just all the stuff when it comes to logistics and managing a fleet of equipment that you're dealing with. 
My question is, how are you doing that today and and kind of growing from from how your business grew? So from the beginning to today, how have you managed your fleet of equipment up to up till now? So I would say like on the management side of the equipment, recognize where they're at during the day at all times of the day, all that. I mean, we've really just moved into this five, six years ago. Before that, everything was, uh, you'd get a bunch of paper on a Monday with a list, right? And you'd take off and you go to a place and you uh, have a start time and you have a stop time. And at the end of the week, you get the the paper packet back with coffee, pop, Gatorade, whatever's built on it, right? <laughs> so we've really tried to move into it. We use Service Autopilot now. Um, it's worked you know, fine for us. I shouldn't say that it's like the best on the market. We have been looking at others, but it's one of those things to where now like a division will get dispatched a list, a mowing list or a fertilizer list or a landscape job. So then uh, guys will go from John Doe 1's house to John Doe 2, and then they start and stop when they're at each place. Uh, It registers in our system. And then, but what we're having problems with now is what we call windshield time. And it's time that it's not punched in at a job. So they're going from point A to point B. Um, and we're just trying to like limit that and, you know, get more accounts in a consolidated area. So, you know, versus billing a billable of five hour man hours a day, you know, get to seven or eight or, you know, just limit that wasted time. Uh, so we've been able to kind of, we can't really track anything on, you know, I think the, on the service autopilot, it's got to be, you got to be punched into like Wi-Fi in order to track it all. So we're kind of moving into, we're looking at Razor. Uh, we have Fleet Sharp and then also JD Link. So we're we're kind of looking at all three options just to help track all of our stuff a little bit better. Yeah. So right now it's, uh, I would imagine it's kind of a headache when you've got, so three or four different systems and each system is doing something a little bit different. And, and now we're we're moving forward and and Alex we'll talk a little bit about this here in a minute but we're moving forward to try to to bring you solutions to bring that data into kind of one area, how to manage that fleet, to uh, monitor your maintenance, things like that. And you talk about razor tracking. Um, there's there's a great connection between John Deere and razor tracking. And, and we'll mention a little bit about that too. So it kind of... It, from from the outside looking in here, Josh, it kind of just seems like you're you're getting by. You're doing the best that you guys can with the different softwares or different programs, but it it's got to be a headache from time to time, is it not? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, you 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 push guys to get as much work done in a day. And right now, like in our system, if the if a mower needs an oil change, they can go in the system and enter it, and then it alerts the shop. And I know that seems easy, but when you got guys working 50, 60 hours a week, it's a Friday, it's, you know, and our, we had a rain day and now they're going to have to work Saturday. So we're just trying to simplify the system, dumb it down to where like the technology alerts the shop. And then, you know, it, as the equipment comes back at night, it's left behind. They take a different piece, oil gets changed, all that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it is kind of a, we have a system in place and it's not that our guys aren't doing their job, but when they're pushed and trying to get a bunch of work done, it's, it's, uh, kind of be a headache. So, yep, no, absolutely. And that is the perfect segue. You talk about, uh, you know, machine alerts, uh, maintenance planning, things like that. That's a perfect segue to, uh, I'm going to move over now to Alex and we're going to talk about 
what John Deere has come to the market with, what they're going to be allowing, what's going to be available. And it all starts with the John Deere Operations Center. So John Deere Operations Center has been out for a while now. Um, I'll be in trouble. I, I should probably know the exact date of when this came out. I want to say it's like... 12, 2012, 11, 12. I, I should know that date, but uh, don't, uh, listeners, don't get upset with me. But it's been around for a while. The operations center has been around for a while. Um, but it is now coming in, or more of the John Deere's equipment, more of the available equipment is coming into the operations center. It's not just the large ag anymore. Um, we are bringing it down to the turf and utility uh, fleet. So, Alex, tell our listeners a little bit about um, what John Deere is coming out with. You got the opportunity to go to a, a large uh, lawn and land care show down in Kentucky, I believe. And you got to talk with some of the John Deere experts and learn about what technology is coming to the turf and utility market. Yeah, th thanks, Tony. Um, yeah, I was down at the Equip Expo with John Deere um, here this past October and uh, got the opportunity to opportunity to sit down with them and, and talk about uh, the operations center and GD link that's coming into the lawn and landscape uh, business. And you know what that looks like, you know, it's a, it's a, the, it's JD link. Uh, it's a JD link M modem that they're going to be putting on, on these machines. And um, you know, in all honesty, I could run down, you know, what we're going to be able to see as far as data. Uh, but you know, in conversations with John Deere, as of right now, today, as they're rolling this out, we're barely scratching the surface of what this is really capable of doing. Um, if anybody out there is listening that is familiar with the agriculture side of what this looks like on the operations center, you know the amount of data that you can pull in. Um, not saying we're going to get all that, you know, same data. It's two different industries, but um, very exciting stuff coming. Um, and, uh, well, actually, I say coming, it's here, right? Yep. Uh, we're putting it on, on our stuff here today, so... Yeah, and that uh, you talk about some of the the equipment that it's on, some of the stuff that you got to see, you know, coming model year 2024, there's a few pieces that it's going to come factory installed, correct? Correct, correct. So uh, starting in 2024, the terrain cuts, uh, your 1500 series terrain cuts, that's going to be factory installed. And uh, also on your 1600 series wide area mowers, it'll be factory installed. And then there's also going to be a field install option too for certain models? Yes. Yep. So uh, field installed is going to be on all of your Z900 machines. Your what we're used to calling as the quick traps, which is now revamped and all new this year. So it's going to be the, the new Q series uh, stand on mowers. Um, and then you're also going to get actually have the ability um, to use it on Z700 series as well. Kind of surprised me that they're going to go on a Z700 series, but I totally get it as well. Be there are some smaller landscape contractors out there that are running like a Z700R series machine. And in fact, you know, Deer came out with that new Z760R, which has got a great big motor in it. So um, so that 700 is, is used on a lot of farms yep. and a large property owners and then also some smaller uh, commercial operations. So... Um, it surprised me, but then after I thought, thought about it, well, it, it makes sense. There's opportunity there. Absolutely. Yep. On the train cut front mowers. In fact, we have the ability to do it within a certain serial number range and you'll have to get with your, your dealer, but on the train cut from model year 2022 and 2023s, um, we have the ability to do a field installed kit 
on those. Again, certain serial number range, uh, but check with your dealer if you've got a 22 or 23 terrain cut. So that's giving the you guys out there that are running a, a couple year old terrain cut, um, like Alex said, back to 2022, you have the opportunity to uh, get this field installed and start collecting some data. What are some of just the high level information? Now, every machine is going to be a little bit different, whether it's field installed or factory installed. But what is some of this data that we can get for the, the uh, turf and utility side? The obvious one, I think, is you know your location and the status of the machine. Where is that machine located at, right? Um, and then, and then uh, you're going to get your GPS speed. And then, of course, uh, geofencing with that you know GPS location, we can now geofence job sites, right? Um, we can also set curfews for that machine. Um, so, like in the commercial lawn and landscape world, you know, Josh, uh, you could say, okay, I want this machine to be you know, in my lot or in the shop by 8 p.m., you know, every day. Well, why isn't it there by 8.30? And then you can set an alert because it's not it's not home by curfew, right? Yep. So um, you'll be able to see engine hours. Uh, and that's and those first four are the basic pieces to the puzzle. You're going to see that on, you know, your Z700s all the way through, right? Yep. Um, that, that's your That's your core data. As you take a deeper dive into this, you're going to be able to go into your maintenance planner, and that is going to allow you to set your oil change intervals, um, you know, hydraulic oil intervals, you know, things of that nature. Yeah, and there's a lot of other pieces to it. Now, you talked about all the data we're pulling in. You go even deeper into the John Deere Operations Center, and that data is going to start giving you information that can be utilized from a, a logistic standpoint or a fleet management standpoint. So machine analyzer, similar to what the guys utilize on the ag side to be able to, you know, monitor their fleet or or benchmark their fleet. Maybe it's their they've got two combines or they've got a, a two sprayers or the handful of tractors they run. They're able to monitor and analyze their machines and kind of benchmark them across the entire fleet fleet, that's going to be something that's coming for turf and utility as well, correct? Correct. Yep. So you'll be able to see, you know, with with that uh, machine analyzer tool, you'll be able to see that the idle time on that unit, you'll be able to see, you know, travel time between job sites. And you'll also be able to see, you know, the what I'm going to call production time, right? When, when the machine's actually working. And you can lay that out in, you know, um, hours, minutes, percentages of the day. And I would imagine, uh, again, from a, an outsider looking in, there's probably a lot of, of importance to that because I would imagine in the lawn care business, snow removal business, time is money. You're, you're not making money if you're not cutting lawn or moving snow. So um, being able to, to uh, you know, optimize your fleet the best to the best of your abilities. And the last piece to this that I think is, is very beneficial um, that we've had on the ag side for a while, but it's now going to come to the turf and utility side, is the serviceability. So tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, what kind of information are they going to get from a service standpoint with this? Yeah. So uh, you, with this, you can also uh, look at your diagnostic trouble codes. Uh, so if obviously if the machine throws a code, you can go into the operation center and see what that code is. And then you can um, log into your service advisor uh, remotely and and look that up. So a lot of people don't know this, but uh, 
or maybe you do, but there's service advisor that you can actually subscribe to through John Deere for your fleet. Um, I believe the subscription is per machine um, or per model number uh, of machine, but um, but then you can have full access to John Deere's service advisor, which is what we have here in our shops. Yes, right? absolutely. There's uh, Alex uh, um, is exactly right. There is a customer facing service advisor that uh, um, businesses or shops can utilize in order to do some of this stuff and some of this information. And we talk service advisor remote, being able to remotely diagnose some of this stuff. That also benefits us on the dealership side to be able to diagnose one of Josh's machines before even going out to the field. Maybe we can make sure that we have the right parts or um, we know exactly or, or maybe not exactly, but we have a general idea of what's going on with that machine that's down um, wherever it may be within the city. And, and we can have an idea when we get there. We don't have to, we no longer have to get there in order to fully diagnose it. We can learn a lot by utilizing Service Advisor Remote. Yeah, I mean, it would save, save everybody some time, right? So we can send our technician out with what we think we might need. You know, and right. go out yep. to the to the where it's broken down at, and uh, hopefully get it fixed and and back up and running, and saves a lot of travel time. Absolutely. Now, the next piece I want to touch on real briefly here before we go back to Josh and kind of get his take on all of this is um, Josh had mentioned one of the systems, one of the many systems they're using today is razor tracking. Now, we have uh, on the John Deere side, we have a very seamless integration with razor tracking and John Deere. So, Alex, we were talking about the technology that's going to be coming on all of the lawnmowers, turf and utility equipment. The other thing that Josh talked about, though, was his support vehicles, the trucks, the the pickups, the Isuzu trucks with the landscape bodies, everything like that. We have the ability to get uh, data, tracking data and, and logistics management data right on those machines as well, correct? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so you can manage his entire fleet and see where they're at, right? Um, a big part of that is going to be able to see just exactly where the machine's at. But, you know, I believe there's going to be some data at pending on the machine and how well it communicates with, with uh, modems. But we'll be able to pull maybe fuel levels, you know, hours or miles off that machine. Um, again, not all machines talk, you know, the same way as others, uh, you know, through this technology. But depending on the unit, yeah, we'll be able to see some, some data as well. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And we see it on the ag side, uh, farmers putting razor tracking on maybe their their semis or their service trucks or fuel trucks, whatever it may be. So razor tracking is giving us that next level of uh, being able to monitor and manage a fleet of something that is non-John Deere. And uh, Josh, when you were talking about uh, your fleet, uh, you do have a little bit of a mixed fleet. So being able to get some of that that logistics into the operation center and razor tracking and and you know the data flows both ways we can get john deere data into razor we can get razor data into uh john deere so a um, lot of good things to come very exciting for the turf and utility these commercial businesses that do lawn and land care uh, they do snow removal everything like that so now what i want to do josh i want to go back to you ask you a few questions of you know all of this stuff that Alex and I just discussed, 
what, you know, how is this technology going to help you? What are you most looking forward to or most excited about when it comes to adding more of this technology, getting more ingrained with the John Deere Operations Center and some of the, the equipment that you're getting with JD Link on it? Tell us a little bit about what your mindset was as you sat here listening to us talk about this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, the wave of the future, right? I mean, everybody, it seems like the lawn care and landscape world is maybe last on the list when it comes to like trying to figure out technology and stuff. But believe it or not, like we're just a smaller operation than a farm, right? So, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we use service autopilot. They get dispatch jobs. They pull up to a place, they hit start, go do the job, they get done, they hit stop. Now, yeah, that, like I said, that sounds like it's a pretty simple process, but we we would like to move into just making things seamless when it comes to like setting up a geofence at an RDL facility, the guys pull in, it starts it, they get done, they drive out, it stops it. Um, you know, we'll utilize it a lot in the lawn care side of things, the weed control and fertilizing thing side of things. Uh, it'll come really handy with snow removal. Uh, you're moving snow at 2 a.m., you're moving snow for 20 hours, or, you know, you get tired and things like that. So we really want to just set up all of our loaders and snow removal equipment. That's probably going to be where we really start with this. Um, that way guys can just pull into a place, go back and forth, plow the snow in the parking lot, pull out. It registers in the system, all that. So it's not of like right now, a lot of times guys will forget to punch in or they'll forget to punch out. Then we got to go back and kind of track all that. So it'll really help with just tracking things. I mean, we do have two-way radios and all of our stuff, but you get 40 guys out talking, chattering on the radio gets to be a lot. So now we'll have a, we have a big screen, what we call our war room. So just so you know where loader seven or eight or, you know what I'm saying? And what's been done and not been done. So that could help you with future bids too. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we're, I mean, we, we, we've done a lot of numbers and we do a lot of numbers. We have a numbers guy. Um, so we really push for that um, just because, you know, with labor going up and the costs of equipment going up, like we're trying to find out where we can kind of shave here and there to, you know, just so the customer doesn't get all of a sudden a huge increase one year or something. So, I mean, we really track a lot of that stuff. Um, so I think this will help big time. I mean, even as we grow on the snow removal side, as much as we like to buy equipment at, at some point in time too, payloaders in our world are only useful six months out of the year during snow removal. So we would like to move into leasers. Um, so bringing on a leaser, we can say, Hey, here's a, here's a razor, you know, module, put it in so we can kind of track them and know where they're going and, and pay them based on production and things like that. So yeah, my mind runs a thousand miles an hour. So there's all <laughs> kinds of things you can really do with it, you know? Yeah. And you talked about kind of from the snow removal side, knowing where these loaders are, what they're doing, um, being able in the operation center, being able to, you know, track, get that breadcrumbing trail of that 24 hour period. Where were they? Uh, maybe a guy forgot to punch in or punch out of a work order. Well, you can go back and you can see, well, you entered that parking lot at 4 a.m. and you exited that parking lot at 4.45 or whatever it may be. So being able to monitor that, utilize it as kind of a, a, a fail safe to know, you know, when did you start and stop that job or when did you enter that parking lot or that lawn or whatever it may be. Now, what about from a, a maintenance side, uh, a logistics and, and maintenance and kind of being able to track or plan uh, some of your maintenance? Yeah. So like on the maintenance side of things, 
Well, I had said earlier, you know, the guys track, they actually have tags on their, on the mowers and some, you know, like on the skidsters, permanent micro on the oil filter, you know, so like the guys are supposed to pay attention and alert the shop through service autopilot. They can put it in there to alert the shop. And, but when you're really on the go and you got you know 60 pieces running wide open, I mean, things are going to get missed. You know, you, you'd like to say that they don't, but they do. So if technology can just simply alert the shop. You know, and then the shop just pull the equipment at the end of the day or the they let the crews know. I mean, we have very good communication company wide, but just trying to streamline the process and dumb it down um, just so the guys can concentrate on the quality of work and the volume of work and things like that. It would it would go a long ways. Yeah, and that uh, that is exactly it with the maintenance planner. Um, you can set up those maintenance plans based on how you run your equipment, when you want to change that oil based on a, an hourly range, and you get that alert, whether it's on your phone there, whether the war room gets it back at the office, um, all of that stuff, it gets you those alerts when you hit that hour threshold. It says, hey, we got to get uh, Z9 number three into the shop. Um, nobody has to remember to to do that um it's all set up in those maintenance plans yeah and i and i think it's great that alex and rdo can see you know that too and and in in my world us commercial guys when it comes to equipment on the lawn care side of things even landscape uh you know we do a lot of stuff with alex on the lease side of things three year kind of turn and burn a lot of times depending on what the bio is we'll buy the machinery outright uh i think this would actually help with resale um, just so everything's kind of, you know, us commercial guys supposedly destroy equipment, right? Because we, <laughs> we run them hard. But but what people don't realize is like your homeowner that maybe wants to buy a quick track from us or whatever is like we have three full, full-time full service guys, right? So before, a lot of people didn't want to buy our equipment because they think it's been run hard and not taken care of, right? So I think this tracking and everything will kind of give a little bit of proof, So I, which I feel like on the backside of things on the resale should help, maybe even help you guys here at RDO too, like here, here's, here's what's been done. Right. So a lot of people right now write things down or whatever, but I think this will help with tracking a lot of that. Absolutely. And that, uh, that just goes to show the partnership between you, Josh, and us here at RDO Equipment. Um, you're not only looking out for your own business, but you're looking out for us too at RDO Equipment and, and resale and the data that we can have off of those machines and, and how it can help us on the backside. So uh, we really appreciate that and, and why we partner with customers like you. So um, yeah, it, it's great information. I'm really glad that, that you are looking forward to adding more of this technology onto your your fleet, um, getting it in in the office, being able to manage your fleet logistically uh, through maintenance, all of that type of stuff. There's so much that goes into it, and and it's really we're just we're just at the tip of the iceberg right now. There's so much more to come. Uh, like Alex was saying, uh, it's been introduced, it's coming, factory installed, model year 24. But as we continue to grow, we saw the same thing on the ag side uh, back in 2011. We were just, it just started to come out. Um, 2014, we get a little bit more information. And now here we are, 2024, and we are just bringing in information into the operations center, being able to make educated decisions from a business standpoint, from a logistics standpoint, all of that. So, last thing I want to ask you, Alex, is, you know, all of the stuff that we talked about here today, everything that Josh is excited about to to utilize in his business. If somebody is interested in learning more about this stuff, where can they go? Who can they talk to? 
Yeah, if you're in RDO country, uh, go find your local RDO store and talk to your your favorite sales guy, or, or just just walk on in and start asking questions. Um, you know, if you're not in RDO RDO country, uh, go into a, to any John Deere dealership. Really, this is a this is a John Deere product, so uh, it's going to be available or it is available, you know, worldwide. And uh, it's exciting stuff. I'm certainly excited about it. All my you know contractors are excited about it. So it's going to be fun and and to watch this grow. Yes, absolutely. Alex, I want to thank you for taking the time to reach out to Josh, having him uh, take time out of his day to come in here. Um, and, and also thank you for sitting down and uh, having this conversation with me. Yeah, no, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. And Josh, thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to come in, talk a little bit about your business, what you do, and uh, and how this technology can help you move forward. Uh, we greatly appreciate your business. And uh, I just hope uh, you get maybe just a little bit of snow here. I mean, I, I like snow. I'm, uh, I am I enjoy it. Uh, but uh, I know you, uh, snow removal guys, you're probably itching. And like you said earlier, hey, if it's not going to snow, just bring summer back. We can cut some lawns. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, all right. It sounds like it'll be an early dry spring, which will be kind of good for everybody. But yeah, no, I appreciate the time. I'm kind of excited to see where this is going to go. Thank you. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple Podcasts, Google, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Finally, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Instagram, and X, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube.